Hi everyone, and uh, first of all, can I say a very happy new year to you. Welcome to 2024 here on the podcast channel, and I hope, I hope this all finds you well, uh, and um, hope you all had a good little break over the uh, the Christmas New Year period. Don't know about you lot, but I was um, I was happy to get back into the swing of things, and even this week's not quite normal. Really, I don't think some of the world doesn't kick back in until until next week. Uh, or if you're a junior doctor, it doesn't kick in at all. But anyway, we'll talk about them in due course. So anyway, yeah, I hope this all finds you well. And uh, uh, as always, we have got loads of stuff to uh, to cover, uh, New Year and all of that. So uh, lots of things to update you on, actually, just before we get into the main meat of the night. Uh, I want to talk to you about a few things that are coming up that uh, uh, that you should know about. So first of all, the live streams return um, next Monday, Monday night, eight o'clock. We've had a little break, uh, but they will be back. And our, my first guest of 2024 <clears throat> is an American lady called Danny Katz. K-A-T-Z, Danny Katz. Danny Katz, she is uh, the author of a book called The Language of Betterarchy, a blueprint, a blueprint for uniting against tyranny. So we've got Danny coming on next Monday night, just to let you know. And then uh, the following Monday, we've got, uh, uh, of course, our, our, another, well, so many different people. We've got a really good um, guest who you've, you've obviously uh, uh, seen before he's been on with me before and if you're a fan of unity news network which undoubtedly uh, a lot of you may be or you've listened to them you'll know i'm talking about of course um david scott uh david uh done some really interesting stuff we're going to talk about in a couple of weeks so we got those two things coming up and then the final thing to say is a date for your diary if you can first of march put a ring around it keep it keep it special first of march 2024 uh we have got our next live event pretty much uh, all sorted out we've got our two special guests confirmed we've got the venue confirmed and i will be uh no da not david clues uh leslie he's unity news network um uh we'll be providing you with full details uh, in the very, very near future, but that's all in the bag. So there you go. So that's what I've been doing when you were thinking I was sitting here with my feet up, but my feet are never up. Uh, so uh, <laughs> Chris Davies says, is, is it you interviewing Elvis Costello in Manchester? I wish, Chris, I'd have many questions for him. Yeah, David Max. So I want to welcome you all. I can see you all here. So hello, hello, Republican rocker, aka Gigi Law, Grantonio, Nath, Max, Leslie, of course. Uh, uh, we see uh, Adrian, I see in the studio as well. Jed, Chris Davies, uh, everyone here on the stream. Thank you so much for, uh, yes, Leslie, stick it in the diary. Trust me, this next one is going to be so much better even than the last one. And the last one was pretty good. But this is going to be even better, uh, and I'll I'll fill you in on all the details in the next uh, hopefully week or so, basically. So, uh, but just a heads up anyway. If you're planning 2024, we will have these live events going on throughout the year. But anyway, you're all very welcome here, and uh, I I see Jed's in the studio, 
Uh, Adrian, you can, I'm not sure how you come in. I think you've got the keys to the back door, Adrian. So if you just slide into the studio, you'd be very welcome. Well, be careful. Uh, we have... Be careful with what you, words you use when you talk about back doors and sliding in, David. Please. Come... Yeah. Dead, dead. Now, yeah, now this is this is a, a, a not an over eighteen show. Please watch your verbiage. <laughs> and welcome, Patty. Happy New Year! Happy New Year to all of you. This is uh, this is why this is why this is such good fun. Hi, Joel. Thanks for joining. By the way, this is definitely the best fun politics show I think in the week. <laughs> so, well, look, let's start at the top, shall we? Because this story's been so big over the past 24 hours. And that is, of course, the Epstein lists or the documents or whatever you want to call them. The information that has come out um, pretty much in the past 24 hours, not necessarily regarding uh, who flew to Epstein Island, Lolita Island, um, but these are people who are named in the uh, documents and they range oh, across the spectrum, really. Um, now, uh, you may have seen me, I, at 6.30 this morning, what was I doing? I was listening to BBC Radio 4. And BBC Radio 4 started the day by telling us the Epstein documents have been released and former US presidents uh, Bill Clinton and Donald Trump are in them, uh, along with Prince Andrew. Right? So uh, I'm thinking, hang on a second, whoa, 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 hang on a second. This business of Donald Trump being in them. In what way is Donald Trump in them? And eventually, I've, worked, I've looked at this one all day, there is a reference to Donald Trump by one of the, the, one of the, 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 the people giving testimony against Brian, uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, and, and, and what she says is, oh yeah, at one point she says, I think um, uh, Epstein uh, phoned Trump about uh, going to some casino. That was it. That was it. Meanwhile, we know from the flight records that Bubba Bill Clinton had been to Lolita Island, I think, 25 times. Seemed to have a predilection for something going on there. And as I've thought more and more about it, and this will appeal to all of you conspiracy theorists, um, I, I think this is, um, Max calls it an ultra-slow-mo release. Yeah, Max, it is an ultra-slow-mo release. I think it's distraction as well. I don't think that this is really anything uh, that we didn't know, really. Um, but I do think it's a, it's a big enough of a distraction for them. So as I've said in a podcast I put out today, I, I, you know, obviously there was sexual shenanigans going on on Epstein's uh, property properties, but I think there was worse stuff than that going on. I don't think that was the worst of it at all. And so uh, I think there was much darker stuff happening on Epstein Island, much, much darker stuff, right? Um, and uh, I also think they just like to try and smear Donald Trump to somehow say, yeah, well, all the presidents were going there. Everyone was doing it, you know. Um, so, um, uh, and yes, uh, Gigi Law, I agree with you. Of course, it's fake news. Yeah, it's, it's fake news. So it's in the typical, the BBC starts the year with fake news. But Patty, I'll come to you first because it obviously this is centered in your neck of the woods, not ours. Although 
Our royalty. Oh, what do you mean not yours? You can't, Andrew and Our Bill royalty, Clinton. buddy. Andrew and Bill Our- Clinton, first of the first of the list, first on the list. So, so, Patty, what, what's your thinking about what we've what we've heard in, in the past day or so regarding these names? Is it a release? I see you saying it's not a release. So, no, what is not, it? It's not a release at all. You're getting you're getting um, extenuating. Uh, testimony they're releasing testimony of the from this is from a defamation suit where uh the one chick said that just that maxwell set her up to be used and abused in the whole nine yards and so maxwell sued her and uh and it worked in that so this is just a testimony of just this who this girl uh, you know these uh, this is all just involved with this one uh, one chick this is not the release this is this is people that are being proven to have been there but this is not the flight logs. This is not the list. And like you said, everybody that was on this list has already been known. So this is yeah. this is just a big distraction. Now, what they're distracting from, eh, take your pick. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Jed, uh, I wonder what your thoughts on this, uh, on these uh, these names and the information and all the stuff that's come out today has been. Um, well, first of all, Happy New Year to each and every one of you that uh, listens to this and thank you for doing so it means a lot to us all and it's going to be a great 2024 Dave has always uh, has lined up uh, some couple of great guests for March for you already um, the, the problem I have with this David is no matter what comes out people said this is the truth or that's not the truth that's fake news this is controlled opposition whatever phraseology you want the truth is nobody will pay the the price that they should be paying for what went on on that island and in in that ranch in mexico in his apartments in uh, new york nobody will pay the price why because the price is too high to be paid if if there was a price to be paid this would have been out now those people People would have been behind bars yeah, or executed, depending on where they lived in the US uh, and what the laws are in each state. But it's never going to happen because the rich and powerful will gang together. They have. They have the FBI. They have the CIA. They, they have government departments. They, they have the entire apparatus that keeps them afloat protecting them. So yeah. there's no happen. Yeah. Okay, Adrian. Well, I mean, you're obviously uh, – I know – uh, you're you're a very big Trump fan. I mean, how did you feel about the BBC trying to, as I felt, smear him over this this morning, Adrian? Well, if they had something major on him, it would have been headline news everywhere. You know, it, yeah. as, you, as you say, it was just to try and drag his name in a clickbait thing, basically, to get people watching, to get people listening. And then people will automatically think, oh, Trump must have been connected to Epstein. Because I would say there is a lot more going to come out about this. As Patty said, this is only like to do with a defamation suit. This isn't anything to do with any kind of true investigation as to what went on there. Mm-hmm. No, I, um, yeah, yeah. You're right, Adrian. I think, the, the, I think, the, one, the one thing, yeah. sorry, just to, we know Epstein. <clears throat> we know Maxwell was a spy, right? We know that her father was. So anyway. Epstein worked for governments and heads of state around the world for blackmailing people. So who were who went? Not only did they do what they done to the kids, but what were they blackmailed over? These are the things, and what was their payment? 
there's there's a lot more to this than just abuse you know there was blackmail there was control there was all sorts over this so who all was caught up in that mess yeah well and actually what, yeah sorry Adrian. go ahead finish no just on what governments are the truly in well you see that actually adrian that's the point patty moving to you in this one so you know, it, I agree with what we, what everyone said, and Adrian makes a really good point, Patty. Like uh, Maxwell, you know, Gisley and uh, uh, Maxwell's father, Robert Maxwell, obviously was seriously linked into Mossad and whatnot. So, w- was Epstein run- running uh, a Mossad CIA honey trap? It's exactly what I was typing when you were when you yeah. said you were coming to me. Yeah, this whole Sorry island was a, that's a, this whole island was a, was a honey trap. That's exactly what it's for. This guy made this guy was uh, this was a professional blackmailing organization. These people all the, look at the clientele and look at the services pride. You know there were a million and one hidden cameras and there's, there's you've got dirt on anybody that stepped foot on that island is is, is leverageable. And that list is, like I said, we'll never see that full list. But you got to, like I say, you got a president of the United States. You got a member of the royal family. You got, you know, you've got all these other uh, other people. I, I just think the funniest day, thing, though, is like it cracks me up all the time is the uh, the Hawking stuff. Uh, you know, I, I'm sorry. It's just I don't even want to paint any of those pictures, man. It's just like, <laughs> you, know, you know, yeah. But, but uh, this whole island, this whole since the beginning, I would say it's this whole Epstein's whole main thing was he was selling information and blackmailing and 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 also, you know, uh, I'm sure you know loose lips sink ships. That's how this, you know. To, that's what a honey trap is for, other than blackmail, is to find out information. So this this is a very dirty. Besides the whole sex, the, the thing, I mean, it's just there's, there's nothing but disgust everywhere you look at this thing. Yeah, yeah. The, the, well, you see, Jed, the thing about this is, uh, as regards the honey trap on the island and, and that ranch in Mexico that you mentioned as well, and his mansion in New York, like. As we've heard, Jed, these um, locations there was there was take there was hidden cameras everywhere, and it's my view that I reckon the FBI and CIA have got all that video evidence, so they know all of this. You know, this investigation is laughable. They know what was going on because it was partly to do with them, Jed. As far as I'm concerned, so that raises some big questions. Uh, like as you said at the beginning, Jed, no one of any significance is going to be brought to book. Because they can't, because it's the entire cabal. That's it, and, and that's where the real evidence lies. It lies in those videotapes. Those videotapes that the, were, were were taken for a reason, and they were paid for. You know, Ep- Epstein must have been paid to do this, and must have been paid very well. Because to attract the rich and famous, you have to be rich and famous. Yeah. So, you know, it, we could go back and look at how he obtained his, it, truly, how he obtained his wealth uh, and whether that has come from, you know, surreptitious um, origins. Mm. Mm. And subsequently, they, you know, they, they've bred him to, to be this, this blackmailer. But it's the videotapes in every single one of those rooms which we will never see. They, it's irrelevant. Who went to the island and who didn't go to the island? Who was on a flight log and who wasn't on a flight log? Yeah. And Clinton can say he didn't have sexual relations with that woman until he's blue in the face. 
the videotape evidence which is held by the CIA and slash FBI is the only evidence that the world needs to see but it will never see that evidence unless we find a very brave because the other thing is everybody and I watched a kill list of people yep, who've yep. tried to break this story and they broke bits of it and then suddenly they've you know double shot themselves in the back of the head yeah, yeah or yeah. yeah or stabbed themselves seven times in the back and died yeah or, or, or went out into the middle of nowhere and jumped off a bridge uh, yeah. even though they lived on the hundredth floor of a you know a skyscraper but mm. the point is uh everybody that's trying to re release something has f come to a a very suspicious end uh, and maybe that is also another reason why some perhaps investigative journalists don't want to take this on because they don't want to die but look who hasn't died there is one person that can give us answers <coughs> to our questions yep. and she languishes in jail doesn't she well, that's right. I mean, you're right, uh, Ghislaine uh, Maxwell, she knows exactly what went on because she was there, but she's in prison and she's not, and, and that's it. No, no one seems remotely curious. She is the ultimate witness. Uh, and uh, by the way, I like some of your comments here. Adrian says, hanging while shooting yourself, Jed, was a favorite. Northern Monkey talks about someone burned to death while swimming. I mean, actually, here's a quick, quick question, a rapid, rapid fire question. For all, of, for, for all of you and everyone listening as well. Who, do you think Epstein actually killed himself? Yes or no? Jed? No. Patty? No. Adrian? No. There we go. Yeah, clean sweep. Uh, absolutely not. And if you want to drop a comment here and let me know what you think that he killed him. So, so he was obviously topped because he knew too much. And uh, I guess that's why uh, Ghislaine Mrs. Maxwell is probably a bit nervous, I would think, as well. But there's no way that um, uh, he, Epstein uh, killed himself. Uh, anyone who knows anything about what happened that night, it's quite clear that uh, head squad came in, did the job, got out. Uh, the guards were asleep and all of that, all that sort of stuff. Um, but if that's what, you know, the, any, and, and it's, it's the point that has been made here. You know, anyone who brings this up, Adrian, is likely to find themselves swimming with the sharks. Yeah, one lady who's really good for putting out information relating to Epstein and other conspiracy theories is a woman called Liz Krogan. If you can follow any of yeah. her stuff, yeah. she's, you know she's, been, yeah. she's been doing this for quite a few years. She was very mainstream, started breaking these stories, then got destroyed, but has kept on fighting. And she, anybody, you can follow her on many platforms. If you want mm. to keep up to date with re real stuff coming out on this, she's good to follow. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. She, she's... Go ahead, Sorry, I, sorry to interrupt you, Adrian and, and David. Uh, I was just thinking, you know, in years to come, you know, we're, we're now sat and you're putting out podcasts and getting people on to talk about did we land on the moon? You know, did, was it the Titanic or the Olympic that sank, etc., etc.? You know, we will be having conspiracy theories of, uh, <laughs> of did, did uh, Epstein kill himself or was he killed by... FBI, CIA, and listed a whole host of American agencies. And we could do a whole show on did Epstein.
I think I think it'd be quite a short show because it's very simple. Yeah, of course, he, of course, he didn't kill himself. He was topped. No way did Epstein. But as you said, Jed, like every you know, all all these events deserve a bit of scrutiny. Paddy, you wanted to come in there, did you? I was just going to say that the, that Maxwell's con- connection to the to the Mossad is probably the only reason that she's not dead. She probably it was, was smart enough and was taught enough that to. Put, put a sack away, a bunch of evidence, and give it to Mossad. In the event of my death, please release this. Mm. Uh, and here's another one for everybody. You know, on, on, on Epstein Island, as they call it, that, that kind of temple, that, that building that's in, in, the, in the blue and white colors, which is a bit worrying. What do people make about that building? It was very unusual. Was that some kind of, you know, ritual place? Uh, what, 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 what do you make of the building? I've never seen a building like that before. And anyone? Yeah, but what, what do you do in the temple? You worship? What were you worshiping? No, that's the thing. Yeah. Now, the, yeah. Now, now there was loads of rooms under that temple as well because there was tunnels all all yes, over the island. Right. And Maxwell had a very s- specific set of skills being able to pilot a submarine, deep water vehicle, and a helicopter which would be a really good way to transport people without being seen. Um, There's so much to that island that, as I said, there's been no real serious investigation into it yet. And I think think the flood of information will come eventually. I think people are brave enough to speak out. And I think once people start making denials about things, I think more stuff will come out to, to prove so people can truly see who they are. Yeah, although some unusual names that were mentioned in the dispatches, uh, as Northern Monkey points out here, we had Michael Jackson being mentioned, and that's that's a bit weird. Uh, the other thing is that, uh, yeah, as has been mentioned, we had Stephen Hawking, and I don't want to go into the specifics now because um, this is a family-friendly podcast, but I, I I don't believe what they say about Stephen Hawkins because. Um, the, 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 obviously, the, the 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 allegation is, of course, he's dead now. He can't defend himself. Uh, that that he went there for let's call them sexual shenanigans uh, involving dwarfs. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I, I don't think that's credible. Does anyone believe that? Could, could that have? I mean, Why I, not? I told you guys I've met. Well, maybe I'm just bloody innocent, Jeff. Well, the thing is, no. you know, right, I'm, not, I'm not going to, I will not talk about Stephen Hawkins, but just to yeah. think of a disabled person of similar yeah. disability, okay, uh, they still need pleasuring, don't they? They, they still need release, you know. Please release me, let me go. Uh, well, as, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but but Hawkins wasn't a dwarf, was he? No, he wasn't. Well, yes, yes and no, he wasn't, and he was. If you see what I mean, he never got above his chair, did he? Really? Oh dear! All I can. No, no, I'm not trying to be funny with that. But no, no. in his chair, and again, I didn't want to make it about him, but somebody with that disability in that in that chair are quite small. Yeah, Yeah. you know, he was a shrunken man, wasn't he? In the end, Um, and I'm not meaning that in any disrespectful way, but you know, there are there are. Normal people, tall people, who have a proclivity I, to, to dwarfs yeah, yeah. and midgets, you know. <laughs> Stop <laughs> for me, mate, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Each to their own. Yeah. I mean, God, where's this?
<laughs> yeah, we've started the year off on, on such a on such a low. But yeah, Leslie says let's move on. Yeah, let's yeah let, let let's move on. Let's move on from him. But as I say, these names, uh, as has been pointed out by several of you here, it doesn't mean an awful lot. Um, and, and the media is very quick to point out that the, uh, just because your name's mentioned is no proof of crimi any criminality. So, and that's correct. That is correct. Um, but it raises a lot of questions. And I guess, Paddy, that's my point. I think all this does is raise more and more questions. For example, why did Bill Clinton go 25 times allegedly to that? Because he's Chester uh, the Molester. He's a dirty old man. The dude was, the dude was uh, you know getting services in, in in the Oval Office. That's why he went. It's just like, why did he wait? I have no uh, no misunderstanding why anybody went, you know? And Hawkins was named in some earlier uh, case about another uh, sex ring that was in New York that was busted. He was, mm. his name came up before. So who knows? I mean, God, you know, they all, these rich people have their, you know, they think they're, and I don't care even if they have their perversions. What I care about is the children, you know, yeah. and, and everything else. And and nothing's going to come of this. And this whole thing is nothing but a sideshow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because Adrian, this is the real point. There were there were those tunnels underneath that building on that island, and and I do believe that there were satanic rituals carried out. I'm sure the adrenochrome was flowing, and that's the stuff that I want to get out. That's what needs to be exposed. And I don't know how whatever. Hopefully, one day we will get to hear about it. You know, but yeah, but, uh, but 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 I I think that's what they're distracting us away from. No, Adrian. I think this is the gentle leading because Epstein Island isn't that far away from Haiti. And we know the Clinton Foundation mm -hmm. was very, very busy in Haiti. And we know mm -hmm. about Laura, Laura Silsby trying to take 30 kids out of the country without paperwork. She was Hillary mm -hmm. Clinton's aide, by the way. And I, I yeah. think this, I just think this is the gentle leading to a lot more a lot stuff more to stuff come out, to come out about mm -hmm. all these people and absolutely everything that they have been exposed in, whether it be Epstein, uh, money laundering, election theft a lot i think this is all going to blow up yeah because because we've got those flight logs i mean we've all seen the flight logs of who allegedly flew there and it's basically um half of hollywood and the other half is essentially uh, the sort of politicians you'd expect and the odd smattering of royalty. Well, one of the questions is, did Prince Charles ever go? I know Andrew went, but did Charles ever go would be interesting it's, it's to know. A, do you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the Playboy Mansion, except just maybe for those that are slightly more perverted, shall we say. They thought they could go somewhere out of harm's way and do whatever mm. they wanted without anybody knowing. But then, mm. unfortunately, Epstein getting arrested and it all blown up. I think it mm. was like, you know, just that honey trap. Once Bill Clinton goes, then I would say if he got up to no good, he was filmed and it was now safely tucked away somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, I think we all accept. We all kind of agree on the fact that most that, that, that there's unlike there's there's almost certainly video evidence of on all of them doing uh, doing things that they shouldn't have been doing. 
at, at, as a very minimum, you know. And I, I would just love that to get the light of day. And I think somebody earlier in the stream here did mention the fact that I think it was on, on Twitter slash X, someone did put up some video, I think, of some young girl who'd, who'd witnessed some of it talking, uh, talking about what she'd experienced. And uh, this goes way beyond, way, way, way beyond, you know, just uh, uh, the sort of shenanigans you might think. So it's kind of sick, basically, absolutely sick. And uh, yeah, I mean, what, what more can you say about it, Jed? Well, well, what I could say is uh, we've been corrected by deplorable Deb on Getter. It's Hawking and not Hawking's. Th um, thanks, so. thank you. <laughs> thanks, deplorable Deb. That I, I think I've told you all the story about one day when I was over across in uh, Stockholm. Uh, Stephen Hawking was staying in the same hotel as me, and when we tried to go out after breakfast to move along the pavement, he got in the bloody way, and I was frustrated. I couldn't get past him. Uh, you know, because obviously, and I know he's in the wheelchair, and I appreciate wheelchair issues. But but my my abiding memory of Hawking is Hawking is that um, yeah, he annoyed me. <laughs> so there you go. There's a true story. Uh, Northern Monkey asked, "Were there any dwarfs in the hotel?" <laughs> no, no. Well, Northern Monkey, I would. Well, if there was, I would hardly have seen them. I would have. But anyway, no. But, but the, the bar uh, was sorry. <laughs> Right, right. We're going to kind of keep this thing moving, rolling along here. So, um, actually, I tell you what, I wanted to move on to. Um, sorry. I shouldn't read the comments when I'm talking because it makes me laugh. Um, hey, what, what do all you guys think about the new, uh, the new uh, feminist Star Wars movie that's coming our way? I wanted to get this one in because did you see that uh, Disney? Uh, uh, talking of um, in Elite Island, yeah, Disney. Disney have appointed this, uh, this uh, I think she's Iranian, Pakistani or whatever, uh, to, to be, uh, the, to direct the next Star Wars movie. And she started off by saying she, what is it? She wants to make men feel uncomfortable. She really wants to make men uncomfortable. I put it out in the podcast today. And I'm just thinking to myself, How much do you think they're going to lose in 2024 if this is the kind of stuff that they're they're putting out? Paddy, I'll come to you because I think you were a bit of a Star Wars fan, if I recall rightly. Yes, I am. Uh, well, what, do you, what, do you, what, what do you reckon to this new story, this looming feminist Star Wars movie where all the leading lights are female? Uh, you know, you know I like a strong woman in 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 a movie and i thought rogue i, I thought uh, uh the star wars movies rogue one which is basically uh a, a, a female movie and I, that was an excellent film but i just i saw the interview with this chick that this morning and i was like Sarah's, well there's one star movie star wars movie i'll never watch now this is a 10.6 billion dollar franchise that's built mostly uh and it's I think it's demographics is 80%, uh, you know, teenage males, you know? So, I mean, mm -hmm. so you're going to turn around, what are you going to do? You're going to, you're going to, you're going to, you want to take 80% of your audience and push them yeah. away. That's good business. Yeah. But, but, but Adrian, I think that's exactly what they're going to do. The, the, the Star Wars um, audience is young teenage boys mostly. And uh, so if you're, if you're setting out to insult, 
men basically and make them seem sort of these third class citizens that these feminists want, then I think that's a guarantee of failure, Adrian. What, what do you reckon to this Star Wars business? Uh, just more woke agenda that they're trying to force on people. And as you say, target the young people, just continually target them because they're being targeted in schools and universities with it. And now this is a way of target, targeting them outside of it. Star Wars has always had plenty of strong female characters in it. Yeah, you know, Princess Leia. Yeah, Prince, yeah, Princess Leia throughout the whole trilogy. Then I think Ray in the last couple. I think the leading character was female. You know, so I don't know how much more she can do. Is she going to just take out all men completely and just have women and the Star Wars creatures? I don't know. Well, you see, but but this is gone. The yeah. worrying thing is, sorry, Disney, a lot of pension funds, et cetera, would have been invested in Disney. So mm. even though they're putting out this muck and people aren't going to watch it, it's also hurting them in the long run because the pension companies, et cetera, would be so heavily invested in them. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, that's a good point, Adrian. Yeah, this, this is maybe the way that the cabal let, work. They well, want let to me get it, impoverish Let me people. get in here for one second on, on that note, Adrian. Uh, they, you know, the pension funds are mostly controlled now uh, by uh, BlackRock. And I mean, if they're willing, they, you know, see, this fits in with their agenda. They'll heavily invest in in, in Disney and and any of these, uh, you know, these fake, they're no longer doing their fiduciary responsibility. All these investment companies with their ESG and, the, you know, the, the social thing, you know, I don't think it will hurt them in that aspect, but it is crushing. They lost how many billions? Yeah, loads, loads of money. Yeah, yeah. But see, what, what they've done, Patty and, and Jed, coming to you, the, the Disney bought the Marvel franchise, which was making tons of money back in about 15, 16, and they've absolutely ruined it. And last, the back end of last year, they brought out the Marvel's movie, or Captain Marvel 2, and that died on his feet. They lost a ton of money in that one, you know. And here we are now in 2024, and they're starting off by saying, oh yeah, what we need is more of this. So, uh, I mean, Jed, they're making movies for, as Adrian says, for woke reasons, and it seems to have nothing to do with, you know, making money, which I thought was the purpose of uh, of making a movie. Well, of course, it's the purpose of making a movie, but when you're bankrolled by BlackRock uh, and so on and so forth, then mm. does it matter if you make money or not? Can you? Because mm. they want them to push this walk agenda, uh, and they're pushing it. Uh, I must agree with um, Paddy's comment, though, that Star Trek is much better uh, film uh, or set of films than than Star Wars, but. Um, the thing is, everything Disney touches at the moment seems to turn to shit, um, and I don't care. I, you know, I was surprised uh, over the entire Christmas period. I not did not watch any live TV whatsoever. Um, since I was uh, pretty much bedridden since last Friday, I've watched the entire box set again of Pinky Blinders, um, Goggle Box. Um, Derek, what else? Uh, I've watched all Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, <laughs> Ricky Gervais's um, Netflix specials again. Um, started watching Only Fools and Horses again, but all this is on streaming services. 
you know, mm. it's, I, I, I haven't, the, the only live TV I now really have ever watched or do watch now is F1. That's the only reason I have a TV license and the only reason I have Sky is so I can watch the F1. When, and I'm lucky, you see, because they keep trying to move me onto a new deal at Sky, but I, uh, because of the old package I'm on, which they don't do anymore, they keep saying, no, we can make it cheaper for you, we can make it cheaper. Uh, and I go, you can't, or oh, we can. And then when they look into it, they come back to me and say, no, we can't. And I say, yes, exactly, because if you put me on another package, I have to pay for Sky F1. On the package I've got, I've got it for free. And the mm. package I've got, I'm paying the minimal amount of money I can for that package before you stop doing it. And Skyware Phone was for free. So you can't do me any cheaper. But once Sky One loses it, because they will lose it to Apple Plus or Apple TV, because at the moment, the world franchise for TV rights is worth $1 billion. Apple have offered $2 billion to um, the FIA and from so therefore it's going to go to apple once that is i can cancel my sky i can cancel my tv license because i won't be able to watch it live because i will not buy apple shit but anyway okay. yeah yeah but meanwhile, meanwhile, meanwhile jed back on topic right okay yeah uh feminist star wars ends getting the thumbs down i can see uh, and uh, unsurprisingly, it'll, it'll bomb. But and, and as Trump rightly put it, we, we all know what happens. Everything woke. We know what it turns to. So uh, yeah, um, I'll, I'll, I look forward to that. And um, by the way, uh, I know we don't have any females in the studio, but I can see we have we do have females listening to this. I wonder how women feel about the fact that uh, again, this is one of the we're only a couple of days into the new year, and it's instant clown world. Uh, we have the United Nations, UK division appointing a trans model to be woman's champion and uh, yeah, you know and this particular one um uh who's in uh, uh what's her name um monroe um oh somebody fill me in give me her second name yeah Mugberto, i i remember i i had crossed words with her on twitter way back in about 2014 or 15. back then she, she was putting out stuff like the suffragettes right were white supremacists she was saying that she then went on to say she then went on to say that all white people are racist in the aftermath of the charlottesville uh, so-called riot um so uh you know, like, like this is amazing stuff. Uh, so apparently in a country with 70 million and 30, 70 million people odd, so half of that's female, apparently the UN couldn't find one biological woman. So they had to go to a biological man who's obviously done themselves over. And he is now the official spokesperson for uh, women's rights in the United Nations. Uh, it's total clown world. Adrian, did, did you see that story? I mean, she's a, or he, got to get the gender right. He is a particularly uh, yeah. prob troublesome character. Yeah, and it goes, yeah. it goes back to the previous comment about the woke agenda that they're trying to force on us. You know, we need to be pulling out of the UN, never mind Brexit and all that kind of carry on, because that UN is one dangerous cesspit of some of the dregs of humanity to be honest and some of the things that i think they have planned for us as well mm. need, need to be stopped to be brutally honest oh yeah we, sh I, we should have been we should have been out of the un deck we should never have been in it when the league of nations folded 
uh, the new globalist UN, we should have boycotted it. Instead, of course, we rushed into it. But you're right, Adrian, you know. Um, money laundering. But I just think, yeah. Money, sorry, I, I know, it's a money laundering pit. It's, it's money laundering. It's uh, the advancement of all kinds of terrible agendas, including the climate scam. We're going to talk a wee bit about that in a second. But I, I just thought, like, you know, uh, Paddy, it says something that in the UK, and I'm sure in the US, they'll, they'll go down similar routes, um, that they're elevating these trans individuals and pretending that they're women, which I think is a massive insult to women and men as well, obviously. It's an, uh, uh, no, there you go. Now, that's so typical UN. What do you do? You're going to get women's rights? And what do you do? You abuse them by making a man the representative for women's uh, for women's rights. And it's just like, you know, it, it, it's just like Hamas is not once or the PLO has never once been condemned by uh, by the UN. Yet Israel's condemned 15, 20 times a year. You know, it, it's just like, you know, these people, we need to send them over to Brussels. With the, I see your comment. Yeah, with the rest of the the, the, the yeah. people in yeah. the EU, they'll, they'll all do just fine. That's where to keep them all there, please. We need to get that out of New York. That's good real estate that could be used for the migrants. Put them all in there. You're going to need you're going to need a bigger building. You're going to need yeah. yeah. migrants yeah. coming across yeah. your yeah. southern border. You're going to need a bigger building than the UN on the East River. But you're you're dead right, Patty. I always anytime I've been in New York and you look over at that big mass. I mean, how did they ever get that building in the first place? Who gifted them that? I mean, it was obviously given the UN by some president. Who was after uh, when you know had to be after Roosevelt? So you yeah, know, somebody along there, you know, probably Johnson. But it, yeah. it's, you know, but it's the UN is the biggest waste. That you know, you have groups like uh, Saudi Arabia and Iran is, is uh, running the the you know abuse councils, you know, yeah. and, and stuff like you know, it's just a joke. All they are is a money laundering thing, and, you know, like you said, and it's it. It's a place to get your do your dirty deals, inter international dirty deals. Mm, which is Adrian's point. Jed, what did you make of the fact that, because this is a UK, this is the United Nations in the UK. I didn't realize they had a specific standalone UN element to them. And so, you know, here we have a, a biological man, a bloke who may look like a woman, but he's not a woman. He can't have women's experiences because only women can have women's experiences. And yet, as we've heard, you know, this is who they're promoting, Jed. Um, why are we surprised? You know, we sit here every week and we talk about the, the, the woke agenda uh, and trans rights this and trans rights that. And, and I don't know why we're, we're surprised now. It, it is a mad, mad world, uh, to corner line again from another song, but I don't, I, it doesn't surprise me, it is my point. It is almost like somebody goes, we need woman of the year. Right, let's go to the men's branch of frock wearers. Okay, which one of those should we yeah. pick? Or yeah. sport, women's sports personality of the year. Okay, let's turn again to the men's frock department. Okay, who's got the nicest frock on? He has over there, that'll do us. And it literally is topsy-turvy world it is black being white and white being black up being down and down being up and and it's done deliberately and it's done deliberately to wind people like me 
you and all the good folk that are listening to this yeah. is to wind us up. And we're, we're going, because we can see the logic or the lack of logic or the lack of common sense. And it's almost like either they can and they're taking the, the proverbial yeah. out of us or yeah. they yeah. cannot. And I, there are times I think they cannot see the common sense. And, you know, we all know people who have no common sense. But I think now it's bred. Common, non-common sense is bred into people by the universities, by the schools, by the mm. uh, the, the elites, etc. And, and therefore, you know, uh, the the old saying, you know, they will not realise what they have done until the jackboot is on the back of their neck, and at that stage, it will be too late. Mm. Well, actually, Jen makes a good point, Adrian. There, you know. I think most sensible people, the sort of people who are on this, by the way, uh, clearly uh, we're, we're not surprised at the fact that the UN would appoint such a person to be woman's champion. I think we're angry about it, uh, and I think that's healthy that we're angry about it. But if you're a 23-year-old who's gone through 50 or maybe 18, 19 years of government education, you probably think this is totally normal, Adrian. Yeah, we do. And they're being taught that this is normal, that you can identify as a cat, you can identify as fluid. I, I, there's that many of them. But again, it's to confuse them, it's to confuse the parents, it's to create division, it's to create mentally unstable people that can be mm. easily controlled and easily manipulated. Mm. You know, mm. and schools are now more worried about exam results than actually producing good people ready to go into the world and whatever they choose to work as well see this the the focus off the pupil to me it's more just result result yeah but the result is a conveyor belt of woke robots coming out who 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 think yeah it's totally normal that we have uh, a man representing uh, women and they'll even deny. So I mean, I, I'm uh, maybe it's wrong. Maybe I'm not not meaning to disrespect anyone, but the fact is that this person, individual, is a biological male. Like there's no getting away from that, uh, Patty. You know, we 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 have to call a spade a spade. And so whilst they may identify as as a woman, um, I'm afraid the DNA is, is is different. And we can see that at our age, but these young kids maybe can't. And they've been programmed not to. They've been programmed just the opposite, and that's and and that's the sad part. Look, I don't care, you know, what someone's preferences are and everything else. Like you're born with what you're born with, and you are who you are. And the and the rest should just be your own business. I don't want to know. And but I think it's an insult. We went for years. How was it the big struggle for a hundred years to get women a, a, an equal spot? And now it's now no longer. They, oh yeah, the women are equal, but get, but they're all they're all men that are representing them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but that that's where I get it. You know, Patty, when you say it out loud like that. You know, it, it does, it takes your breath away, really. As you said, Jed, Patty says, 100 years, women's liberation fighting for equality. And now we're at the point where uh, now men are represent men pretending to be women are representing women. So, I mean, how much worse does it get? It, 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 Jeff. 
Sorry, uh, sorry, sorry. I, I missed the question there, David. I, I was busy checking things in the background. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, that, that's okay. No, I, I'm just saying, Jed. You know, like, like the fact that uh, we we have this the, these situations where we have, like Paddy says, we have reached the point where 100 years of women's liberation and equality, if you want to call it that. Although I've got issues about some of that, but anyway, um, it's being under 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 done. It's, you know, it's been it's being essentially uh, erased by woke trans men. Yeah, it is. And you're surprised. It, it, you know, it is that topsy turvy world I've just talked about. It is, yeah. the, you know, the, the the men are women and the women are men. No, they're not. They're not. Yeah. And, um, so, what's the ultimate goal? I, I it, oh, I've just disconnected. Uh, sorry. Um, right, that right. should be that, back that, for everybody. That, that, yeah, no, it's all right. No, I'm here. I, I was talking about the feed. I just disconnected. It is back. I'll give them back the picture at the moment um, of the chat. It's okay. Um, no, it, it's it's. But who? Who are the ones that protect women's rights? Well, actually, it's men that protect women's rights, isn't it? It's men that put these these rapists in jail. It's men that guard those cells, etc. And they're not doing that now, are they? Because those men are now dressing as women, going, "Well, I can't, I can't win the five hundred, six hundred meter race as a man, but I can trance every single woman. I can't lift." as much as a, a man lifts, but I can lift more than a woman can lift. I can run faster than a woman. I can swim faster than a woman. So if I call myself a woman, I can become a champion. And you look at all the records now in <coughs> women's sports, Olympic mm. sports are now being held by physical males. <coughs> yeah. And that is yeah. wrong. Well, well it's, uh, that, Jed, that's an interesting point you bring up there, Adrian, just on what chad said because i i saw a video there uh in the last day or so and it was uh, a, a reasonably sort of uh advanced female boxer and she gets in the ring with just just a kind of ordinary you know grade one male boxer he takes a swing at her and he flattens her and and you know and, and this is now deemed super duper okay i i think it's completely wrong but it's a sign of our decayed society that we live in that we, we 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 allow these things to happen and apparently it's very progressive to allow men to beat the crap out of women in sport yeah and there are many women who are going to suffer and who are just going to stop playing sport as a result of it um their careers are going to be ruined i think there was an mma fighter fractured two you know transgender one um fractured two female fighter skulls in different fights just because of the total difference in strength and body makeup and yeah all, all that kind of stuff um mm. <clears throat> can i just read something quite lighthearted out if you don't mind just when yep. we're talking about gender fluid and all this i've seen this post from this girl kerry hunter and um she, she said i just came out to my dad as gender fluid his exact words were shut the f up with your modern terms for made up bush it, that was yeah. nice it took me so long to tell him and that's what he said so <laughs> everybody be like mr hunter yeah don't fall, don't fall for this agenda don't let them away with it and yeah. keep fighting back as and where you can so, yeah, I, sorry I, that, that was something that just made me really that, so that's all right 
Yeah, Leslie says brilliant. So I mean, yeah, exactly, Adrian. But but like I, I think of young girls. I mean, I, I remember back when my daughter was uh, in her early sort of teens, and she was in sports teams at school and whatnot, and they they really did their best, you know, to 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 get to the highest level and whatnot. And I, I was it's great to encourage that. I think sports a good thing to encourage in, in in teenage kids. But teenage girls, you know, you're not going to win the race. You're not going to win the boxing match. You're not, well, although I don't think boxing is a particularly good f sport for females myself, you're not going to win, you know, a, a, a lot of these activities because biological men masquerading as women are going to be allowed in. And, you know, I just hope that the sporting authorities become a bit more active uh, and, uh, and take action against them. But anyway, Leslie, thank you for sending the love, by the way, folks. If you do enjoy this and you want to send us some gifts, you know how to do it. It's what keeps this show afloat. We've got a whole year to get through. That's a whole lot of love we're going to need. But anyway, right, here, here's the next one I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, and this is so, thanks, Nath. This is so predictable, by the way. Everyone saw this one coming. Uh, we No sooner did we get, I think, the 1st of January or 2nd of January, uh, and up comes the headline in the media, 2023, it was the hottest year ever. Now, I know we all live in different parts of the world, and Adrian, you and I live in the same part of the world. And, uh, and, what, and, and it was a BBC headline, and God, it was so contrived, because what they did, did is they showed a picture of a sunny field taking, taken in the month of June. June was about the only decent month we had in 2023. It chucked it down in July. It chucked it down in August. Now is the summer gone. It was a, and it's still, and there's all, you see all the floods and stuff. So Adrian, I laughed at the, I thought, boy, you BBC, you're so vile. It's, yes, Adrian, you've said it here. It's done nothing but rain solid. And yet the BBC are saying, no, no, but it, yeah, but it's still the warmest year ever. And it's, it's just sheer bull, Adrian. Pardon me. Yeah, and the people look outside and they're looking going, eh, it's not it's not warmer here, whatever. But the thing is, they keep telling us over and over, and when every channel's repeating it, people believe it. You know, and the, the, they'll show the the fires, the wildfires that are created by the dry ground and they'll try and spread that narrative. But we have seen it's people starting them deliberately so that they can drive that agenda. Again, this is just more just an attack on us in a different format in a different way just constantly trying to worry you down and stuff mm -hmm. and so that's what people need to just really wake up and start paying attention to that it is just another agenda on the on how to drive us apart and also make more yeah, I, I see. Actually, saw one of our uh, folks here in the uh, in this in the in the stream. Uh, ooh, says in the forest where I walk in Tyrone. The brooks there as full in July as they are now. Yeah, that's right. July was a horror. As, as a keen gardener, I can tell you, it was very hard to cope with uh, with all the rain. But the BBC were cute. They used June. They selected the month. Patty, he, 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 here's, here's the thing in this one here. You know, in 1984, uh, Orwell's sort of famous uh, book, one of the things that, one of the achievements of Big Brother is to get people to disbelieve, Patty, the evidence of their own eyes. And the evidence of my eyes is that 2023 was a cool and wet year. And yet I've been pro I'm being propagandized to believe it was no, no, it was the warmest one ever. Patty, what was your what's your thoughts on this? Uh, the whole the whole 
climate thing is a scam. You know, it has been a scam since day one. And it's going to, it's, it's, it, it, you know, man cannot control, uh, you know, the temperature of the earth and everything else. And like, you, when you go down to the ridiculousness, when they go down to uh, the carbon dioxide and all that, it, you're going to take one gas, that's 0.4% of the uh, entire atmosphere. And we only make up 11, provide, add 11% to that 0.4%. But if we stop everything we do, We'll change the whole, the whole thing of the planet. That's so full of crap, you know. But it's it's the uh, you know it's the whole thing. PT Barnum nailed two boards together. Some schmuck will buy them, you know. Mm. And, and that's uh, and that's the whole thing. And they have this agenda. And if you, it's the king's clothes. This is the king's clothing, you know. If you're the one, you know. Except it used to. It was before the moral of the story. It was. It took a little boy to say, "Wait, he's naked." No, uh, you know, and everybody went, oh, uh, no, here, here, nowadays, the little boy would be stoned to death. Or trafficked to Epstein yeah, Island. Yeah, 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 or sent to, you know, sent to Epstein Island. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we got, we got such a dark sense of humor. But, 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 Patty, or, or Jed, rather, Jed, like, I, again, I, 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 that, that was a headline that referred to my neck of the woods where 23 was cold and wet it really was and the summer was was awful and the only we only we had a couple of three or four decent weeks in june and that was it you know so and i know you know we talked a fair bit about climate and whatnot but it is it is such a scam it's such a blatant scam that they're trying to do to us you know and and we we are jed i put it to you being asked to disbelieve the evidence of our own eyes of course we are uh, and it's exactly the same as the topic before, which was gender. You cannot change your sex. We cannot change the weather. The weather is what it will be. And Paddy was right. 0.04% of the atmosphere is CO2, and of which we make 11% of that 0.04. So it is not a controlled knob or anything like that. What it is, is it can be shown as a byproduct from any modern activity and therefore we can control modern activity by saying co2 is a dangerous uh, uh dangerous greenhouse gas and we must stop its emission not the fact that it provides life to every single carbon um um living thing on this planet if we stopped carbon now completely and didn't produce any more CO2 whatsoever, all the plants would die. And therefore, we would starve to death. So what do you want? Do you want to fight for, for your life for food? Or do you want to eat? Let's, the problem we've got is... We now have weather stations, particularly in the U.S., that had uh, well over 1,840 um, historical climate uh, temperature measuring stations. Vast majority of them now are estimated, even though live data is taken every single day and recorded, through, I think it's three times a day it's recorded, uh, by the people that monitor those stations. The people who tell us we're, we're global boiling, global boiling. They estimate, and their estimations just go up each time. So we are getting very, very little real live data, and it's happening in this country too, where the weather stations are producing the temperatures, and then the Met Office are using models to 
to estimate what the temperature was in those locations unless it happens to be a runway where a couple of uh, tornado fighters have just taken off and it hits 40 <laughs> degrees then they'll take it okay uh it's, yeah. it's a scam but it's a scam to control us it's a scam to take our way our liberties and it's a scam to get us into see um central bank digital currencies central ids or digital ids and um take away everything that we know now your home will not be yours you'll be given a cardboard box, well, a box to live in and you will be in a smart city and you'll go no more than five minutes away uh, to the local factory you'll work in the local factory and you'll come home and your pay will be the square bit of food you know the, right. the manufactured food that uh, they've done for you and it will be delivered well, to your house and that's it I'm going to come on to that in a second, but Jed, I'm, I'm, I'm going to come to you next. But I want to read out a comment by Sean McGabriel here, who's in the studio. Hi, Sean, or in the, in the, on the stream. Sean says, come down to Munster in the southwest of Ireland. The tourist season in 23 was one of the worst ever due to rain and cold. And half the hotels were filled with uh, refugees and people weren't able to afford holidaying in Ireland due to increased fuel prices. And of course, and you're right on this, Sean, this is all due to the globalist agenda. But here, look, here's the point I wanted, Adrian, as I said to you, I saw uh, Dr. T one of our great fans, one of our great friends, Dr. Tedros, uh, that clown who fronts up the um, the World Health Organization. Did you see him saying uh, that we need to dramatically cut back on farming if we're going to fight the unstoppable climate change? Did you see that, Adrian? I mean, he actually coming out and saying, "Yeah, like see, farming. Mm, don't think we need to, we need to dramatically, you know, reduce it." What do you reckon to that? I didn't actually see the article or the video that he put out saying that. He, so he did, yeah, yeah, yeah he did. It, it doesn't surprise me because we've seen how they told the Dutch farmers that they had to cut down on their yep. was yep. It, CO production. We have seen the Irish government. We even saw in a, one of our own local papers about having to cut cattle to meet um, gas releases and all this and climate change agendas, and what. They're either going to try and poison us to death or starve us to death. Yeah, that's it, Adrian. Know? Yeah, yeah. And what what See, else are they going to do to attack us and try and keep us sort of weak and controlled? Well, I think you're absolutely right, Paddy. I mean, this is the really disturbing thing that I mean we've seen it in, in Holland and we see it in Germany as well. The German farmers are rising up against them, and I, I really wish the Irish farmers would rise up against the Irish government, but they don't seem to do that. And in, in the states as well, you, you know, uh, apart from the fact that Bill Gates is buying up all the farmland, I mean, it seems to be a war on farming. And yet we need farmers and, you know, they do an amazing job all around the world. But it's like the globalists want, yeah, Northern Monkey sums it up, Paddy. He says bugs are far easier to produce. Hey, beat me to it. The bugs, you're eating your bugs, you well, you know. You're going mm. to have a bug sandwich. You know, John Kerry was doing the same thing uh, all last week about how the, uh, we're doing way too much farming. Excuse me? How many people are starving today? You do way too much. Excuse me. Well, he flies around in his private jet that he needs to do because he's too important to the climate. The fact that he's polluting more than everybody that's even listening to this show in one year than we will all in our lifetimes doesn't matter if you go by their rules. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. It's just such a scam, and I'm so sick of it. 
But yeah, now they're attacking the farmers. And that's, you know, that's the thing is, you know, but, you know, where are they going to get their food? You know, I mean, the farmers provide food for everybody. Where they yep. go, you, you take away cattle and you take away the, you, you think you're going to have a little private, uh, you know, uh, like they do in Japan that, that where they raise that, that one type of beef. Yes, they are. This little estate. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Well, guess what? I know a thousand, I know a thousand hunters that'll be trespassing in those, on those farms and having steak dinner that night. Ted, do you yeah, want to jump in the back of that That's one? the point, I think, uh, Paddy. The, the, the rich and famous will have their islands, will have the the gated communities where they will have the meat, they will have their steaks, they will have their lambs and uh, and, and chickens and uh, what have you, while the rest of us are on um, uh, the, you know, the purest green or, or wherever Northern Monkey called it earlier on. Soiling green. Soiling green. Soil green. green. Yeah, um, uh, uh, that reminds me of the film. But uh, that's the point. They are separate. And that's that's where I think the issue lies. Because they tell us, oh, you can't drive your car, but they fly around in their jet. Yeah, you can't take a holiday. You can't take a foreign holiday, but they fly around in their jet or they have several homes across the globe. The point is they think they are separate from what the, they want us to do, and that's what it will be. You know, you, you go back to Animal Farm, and that's exactly what it will be. You will have the overlords who tell you what you should and should not do. Why, behind the curtain, you know, in the land of Oz, yeah, they are doing exactly what they're telling you not to do. They're, they're having the, the sticks, they're having the jets, they're having the fast cars. Okay, they're, they're away on the private islands with their private security to protect them, uh, for, to protect them from you. Okay, so you don't go and start because that's what it will end up. They will end up as the Mad Max era where you have masses and masses of million, billions mm. of people with nothing, scraping around in the dirt, and the rich and famous living like kings and lords and, and ladies. Well, I think you're right, 100%. That's exactly, I, I think it is going to be a, a, a divided world. Adrian says it here, keep the people cold and hungry, and they won't be able to revolt. Uh, and actually, I would suggest that uh, if you look at the sort of diets that maybe not everybody has, but if you know, I can't help but notice this when I'm out and about. You see people consuming vast amounts of sugary foods. I see them going into coffee shops and ordering, you know, a, a triple soya latte with lashings of chocolate and all kinds of stuff on it. Those things have got maybe a thousand calories just to drink. Never mind then all the sugary food. Never mind the processed foods. So I think we are have been actually for some time being systematically poisoned, I think, uh, in terms of diet. The diet of 2024, if we could all go back in time to, let's say, 1974, it's totally different. It's totally different and not for the better. Yes, it's more convenient, but what is it doing to people is what I would ask you. Anyone want to come in in the back of that? Fat, lazy and not willing to do anything. That's what it makes them. Yeah, which you know, is what they want. You're yeah. obedient, so you'll comply. Do you know what I mean? Uh, there's, there's no doubt. But, but I see. I mean, if you go into like, ah, you know, a Starbucks or somewhere. I don't go into Costas because of their support for, um, uh, you know, mutilation. But uh, I, 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 they, they, 
the, the thing is that if you watch, you, you watch the people and they just graze on sugar. And sugar, I believe, and we'll cover this as we go through 2024. I want to do a live special on, on well, diet's going to feature in 2024 and, and things like sugar, sugar, because they've demonized meat. Remember that meat was demonized in the 1960s. Oh, too much meat. That's what's causing all the cholesterol and all the heart disease and all that. But no, Sean, you're right. It's sugar. It's sugar is the problem. But honestly, sugar's everywhere. Paddy, that sounds like a really crap title for a song, A World of, of Diabetics. But yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, so I, I think that, that, you know, and it's come from you, by, by the way, Paddy, it comes from the state. I blame the states. The awful diet that Americans have had in some areas <laughs> has come right across. So you're to blame. Uh, well, you know, and we'll take the blame for that one, I'm, I'm afraid. But because, uh, you know, we have so much and the thing is is like you know there's of good and bad and it's easier to eat when you got piles of sugar and they do that but the thing is is like here's the thing is like you said it's it's the sugar it's the it's the things too that are filled with sugar not just you know everything has corn syrup in it and that's uh, you know and that's just pure sugar it's bad sugar it's not even cane sugar which is actually not that bad for you but you turn around, you look at how they're the sh what they use for sugar is primarily dextrose and corn syrup, you know, and that's it kills you. Yeah, but it's really addictive, Jed. That's the problem. The problem is that unfortunately, some of the stuff in life that tastes the nicest is the worst for us, and and sugar lies at the heart of that, and that's why you know you go in and you have one of these ultra processed uh, ready meals they're full of uh, full of sugar and that's before you go near the uh the sweet counter in starbucks and you see i think as our friend here who says uh what he says um starbucks christmas special brownie 498 calories jed 44 grams of sugar you weigh 44 grams of sugar out you're poisoning yourself might be nice but you're poisoning yourself i put it to you uh, yeah, you could prove it to me, mate, and I would eat it. But um, <laughs> I, would, I would, I would eat it because sugar yeah. makes things taste nice, and that's the that's the issue, isn't it? You know, if you go back to as you said in the uh, in the seventies and perhaps early eighties, mm. yeah, before you know everything started being as processed as it was, you know, you get some sweets, wouldn't you, um, at the weekend? You know, maybe on a Friday night while your mum and dad went out for a couple of beers, and you. you had a movie and a few sweets and a, and a bottle of pop uh, but that that was it for the week but now you know that's it every day all day and the problem is i agree with you is sugar but if you've got diet type 2 diabetes i would suggest now I, I, we don't like this man on this channel but i would suggest you ignore what the doctor tells you 100 percent ignore what the doctor tells you and go and look out simply simply fat uh, which is a diet where you can eat uh, proper fat, not processed fat and processed food, but proper fat, bacon and eggs and all that sort of stuff that yeah, you yeah. might like That's on right a Sunday. Yeah. yeah, it's called Simply Fat um, to get you off the drugs because they want you on those drugs. That's why the diet that the doctor gives you if you're a di type 2 diabetes is actually full of 
sugar, carbohydrates, and uh, unsaturated fat. Uh, sorry, saturated fat. Unsaturated fat, I beg your pardon. Um, when you, what you want is saturated fat. You want natural fats. You want fats from meats. You want real proper uh, cream and milk and butter. Yeah, yeah rather than fat. margarine. Yeah, yeah full that's fat. Right. Full yeah, fat, because, yeah, you want... because that's what's going to get you off those drugs. And they don't want you off the drugs because they want big pharma pumping money into you. They want you ill. They want you. Because you look at the NHS, it's falling apart. And it's falling apart because they keep telling the same fat holes to do the wrong thing, to keep them fat, to keep them ill. Uh, and it's all a big money spinner. So oh, sugar is a killer. Sugar is a killer. But I like sugary things. We all do. I'm, I've just had a beer, though. That's full of sugar. Okay, all right. A lot of it was turned to alcohol, which is always nice. But I'm going to go down, you know, after this, after I publish the, the show mm. tonight. And I'll go down, and I, I, I probably will have something sweet. I, my wife knows, you know, after my tea, I do like to have a, something that's sweet as well. And that's because sugar is addictive. Oh, it is addictive, yeah. I'll tell you, if there's anything worse than sugar also, it's the sugar alternatives, the low-calorie alternatives, the likes of sucralose, the likes of uh, aspartame, which is arguably uh, a carcinogenic. Uh, they, these are things which are very, very sweet, but they're not the same as sugar, but they're just as dangerous uh, to me as sugar. I'll be honest, my diet over the last sort of period has changed very dramatically. Uh, all I've removed pretty much all carbs from my diet. I don't take carbs uh, at all. And uh, I avoid sugar like the plague. And uh, it, it, Jed, it's difficult to do because you, your mind gets, I think we're all hard hardwired in to want sugary treats. And mind you, over Christmas, that's really tricky, really tricky. You are, the, but you're not hardwired, David. You, you wasn't hardwired in the 70s. No, you had wire because because the big corporations have forced sugar into even into foods that shouldn't even have sugar. They force <laughs> it in there because they know it's addictive, and therefore you'll come back for their products. And yes, Northern Monkey, try a Krispy Kreme, Jen. I love Krispy Kremes. I used to get Krispy Kremes on the way home on Friday when I was living away, and I come home and if I'd stopped at a service station, of which I tried not to, but if I did and they sold Krispy Kremes, I'd get a box of Krispy Kremes to bring home to my good lady. But they, yeah. they pump they pump this this stuff in to food to make it addictive. They know that sugar is addictive, and they do it. Yeah, uh, we're being told, by the way, that Doctor Eric Berg, who I think is the guy who talks about this kind of diet, his apparently YouTube have started censoring his content. Uh, because his device, his, his advice does not comply with who advice. Yeah, well, the thing about that is, I mean, more fool him for putting stuff out on YouTube. YouTube is total cancer. I have nothing to do with uh, YouTube. Uh, I can't abide them. I'm, 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 uh, but uh, yeah, if it's if it's good advice, so, uh, if you go against World Health Organization guidance and you try to be on YouTube, it's not going to end well for you. But uh, hi, Tulian, by the way, good to see you entering the studio as well. Well, we're going to enter the last 15 minutes or so. So if anyone wants to send any more, click any more hearts or send any more little coffees or whatever you do here, that would be good. Um, Patty says, what was in those brownies, uh, special brownies? Oh, I'm not getting into that discussion. Uh, right. Uh, although talking, we talked about health. We'll, we'll keep on the health theme here because uh, I think this is day three, is it, or day two of the junior doctor strike? 
where all the junior doctors who work in the NHS have come out and strike saying, listen, we need 35%, 35% increase because reasons. And if we don't get that, then you're going to die because we're not going to look after you. And I mean, these junior doctors or doctors are causative. Within five years of graduating, they're on about six-figure salary. And yet, oh, it's not enough for them. It's not enough. They need 35% increase. So, I mean, I have nothing but contempt for them, Adrian. I'll come to you in this one first and get your thoughts. Uh, I just think that we're being blackmailed by this educated elite uh, who, frankly, uh, are very happy to hold us to ransom so they can get their cash. Typical of the public sector, mind you, but it really bothers me. Adrian? I wouldn't say educated elite. I would say uh, brainwashed or indoctrinated, promising mm. young, young people. Because mm. when they go, they're not taught about natural remedies. It's just all pharmaceutical-based. Pardon me, we've forgotten all the good and natural remedies that have gone out the window now because it's just much easier to give you a tablet and let you go on your way. Totally. Totally right. Those kids truly don't understand medicine in the way that a doctor 60 years. No, they don't understand health, Adrian. Uh, you know, I do. St- uh, I, I've had a guest on several times in the last couple of years, my friend David McCollum, who's a, a naturopath. And um, David's brother is a GP. I think he's just coming up to retirement. But as David said, a typical GP gets about, and during their whole five years, Adrian, you know, in, in, in education, they get about 60 minutes on sort of natural health. That's it. The rest of it is, right, here's the condition, here's the pill or the jab, Adrian. That, so that's why, I, you know, I, allopathic medicine to me is, I, I'm dead to allopathic medicine. Adrian. Yeah, I, t- I totally agree. Um, you know, there'll come a time when we need those natural remedies and unfortunately the information will have been lost because it hasn't been passed on. But natural remedies, you can't, you can't uh, patent something that's natural. So there's no money to be made. So they'll just keep making mm. new drugs, rebranding drugs, repurposing drugs and telling us it's it's good for us when yeah. reality is it's nowhere near. You know, na- nature has all the answers we need. Yeah. I believe no. they do yeah. I do believe they keep a lot of them hidden can, can I, because they can make a lot more. Can I follow along with that? And it's not got to do with the this, but a good example of that, uh, Adrian, is the uh the fact that we call oil fossil fuel oil is not fossil fuel it's an abiotic fuel it's it's produced naturally by the earth it's the second most abundant li- liquid on the planet but rockefeller wanted to be able to control the uh yeah the, the right. price so they made it a limited resource and yeah. it's it, it, it's the same thing it's it, it's it, it's crap you know, you, yeah. you, 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 science is, you can't even find real science anymore. You got to question that. That's, no, you're, but you're absolutely right, Patty. Oil is not a fossil fuel. You're dead right in that. But if when Rockefeller and his pals got together and they wanted to make a lot of money, then they had to demonize, uh, just like they're demonizing these days, you know, CO2. They, they, they demonized uh, or they, they invented this uh, false story basically behind, uh, behind oil. Uh, yeah, as Adrian says, Rockefeller, of course, is responsible for the pharma industry too. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and other things, Adrian, as well. Rockefeller has, I'll carry the Rockefeller. 
Rockefellers carry a lot, but it is, as Northern Monkey says, Jed, a pill for every ill. Now, listen, here's a thing, Jed, for you, I wanted to say. I, I do believe that, and, and you and I have talked about this in the last week or so, that there will be things that come along that affect, that affect us as human beings, you know, and, uh, and, and, and sometimes to be able to get better from those things, it, it, it can be okay to take uh, some allopathic medicine. I think that's okay. But but there's a hell of a difference between that on the one hand and basically where a lot of people are, where they're walking around rattling jet because they've got so many different pills in them. You know what I mean? There's a spectrum. Don't you agree? Uh, I do. Uh, and to take you back to your original point about junior doctors, as you know, on Monday, uh, I spent uh, the whole of uh, yeah. New Year's yeah. Day in A&E. And I, I could have been out at, at one o'clock uh, he was referred to, and, and uh, our good friend Leslie B might be able to translate this into what it really means, um, but I don't think he, I thought he was a doctor, but I heard him referred to as a medic, and he went round in a light blue uniform as opposed to a dark blue uniform, but he told me at one o'clock, he said, I'll tell you what, he said, I will get you a nebulizer, and once you've had that, I'll monitor you for a couple of hours, and if everything's all right, I'll give you some antibiotics, and you can be on your way. So that would have made that around about 3 to 3.30, okay? You know what time I left a and &E? Up past 8 at night. Because from then on, from 1 o'clock, I could not get hold of this guy. And every time he walked past, he'd going, oh, yeah, yeah, you're next, you're next. And then he would piss off somewhere else, okay? And then four hours later, in resus at the side of me, unfortunately, a young, a young baby died, and he was called in as, as, as part of the crash team. So he then used that as an excuse. And I, I don't care about that. that that's perfectly valid. But then two hours after that, two more doctors come. And I say, oh, have you come to see me? They went, no, we're seeing him across there. I said, well, can you come and see me? And they did. And they said, okay, what's this? And I said, right, this is what I'm waiting for. Then he walked past. He said, oh, I was just going to come and see you. And I went, well, come on then. Are you going to give me some antibiotics so I can go home? Yeah, yeah. Another hour and a half later... I see him walking past and said, come on, am I going home or what? I want my antibiotics so I can go home. And, uh, and then the nurse finally came and said, yeah, here's your antibiotics. I said, no, we're going to have to now give you, intravenously, your second lot of antibiotics before you leave. Because you've been here that long, you know, do your next lot, we might as well give it intravenously. So I waited another 15 minutes and almost, I was almost squeezing the bag to squeeze it in quicker into my veins. Just so I, she could then issue me the tablet form and I could then, New Year's evening, try and find a taxi to get on. But luckily I have some brilliant neighbours who came and picked me up. Because I was there in my slippers and my PJs. And mm. it was pissing down with rain. And, you know, that global Where's boiling. The film? We need the but pictures. Then, we need then the, the pictures. Following... <laughs> but then the following day, he's going out. He's one of those that are going out on strike asking for more money. Well, hang on. I could have been out of the free the bed up. In fact, I'll tell you what I did. I went from a bed in, uh, in Resus that I spent four hours in 
into a bed in the other part of Ainey for about an hour and a half, and then I sat on a broken chair for the rest of the time. What they called a reclining chair. It wasn't a reclining chair, it was a chair with the back, back of the chair broken. So I had to sit upright, leaning against the wall for the rest of the time. Shocking, absolutely shocking. Yeah. I had yeah. oxygen tank on the floor for my nebulizer. Yeah. Uh, which when the, the two doctors that came along, they went, oh, you just had a nebulizer. Did that make any difference? And I went, no, the first one didn't either. They went, well, it would have made a bit of a difference. I went, no, it's made no difference. You've asked me, has it made a difference? And I'm telling you no, and you're now telling me, well, it would have. Don't ask me the question if you don't want the answer. And you can see I was getting anti, so I think they got rid of me in the end. <laughs> but anyway, that's my rant off. No, well, 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 no, no, Jed, it's really interesting, and, and I can see that the stream, um, everyone's sympathizing, like, but having to go through that. And as Northern Monkey says, but Jed, it's the envy of the world. Everyone loves the envy. Of course, you do. Everybody's Every country, copying it, aren't they? Everybody's yeah, oh, copying yeah, exactly. it because it's that good. Yeah, yeah. But but again, I'll tell Adrian, I'll come to you. This, this is an interesting, we'll stick in this one because this is interesting. Um, they, they, they put out uh, yesterday, I think it was, yeah, yesterday, the day before, this whole thing about, oh, the A&Es. Now, I don't know how many people were in, Jed, when you were in, but the A&Es here in Northern Ireland were apparently full. They're, they're a standing room only. This is when the junior doctors decided to go on strike, which would have caused back up and all of that. So I was I was listening to this in the news and thinking, well, yeah, I wouldn't want to be in an A&E, but, you know, maybe that's how it is. But then get this. My, my grandson um, had been over and he, he'd be playing and he sort of because he's a toddler. He's just turned two, two actually at. Uh, yesterday, two-year-old yesterday, and uh, uh, little Junior Vance, and he um, he toppled over and hurt his leg. So anyway, my son took him to hospital, right? She took him to hospital to to A and E to be seen to, and he was telling me he came back and he was back in no time in about an hour and a half. And I said, well, what was it like? He says, oh, there was one woman in front of me, Adrian. I'm getting cognitive dissonance. So he's saying he's been in the local A&E, which is a place called Craig Avon, and there's one woman in front of him, and the BBC's telling me, oh, standing room only. And I don't know, well, I believe my son. I certainly don't believe the BBC. But, you know, if there was huge queues, that's caused by the NHS. Thanks, thanks everyone, for the happy birthday wishes. I, he's too young to understand them, but I'll pass them on to him. Adrian, what, what did you make of, of this this sort of shroud waving from the, uh, the the NHS and the media. Okay, so let, let's take a quick skip back to Jed's story. Jed said he was moved to two different beds in that. So for the little time that he was in it, and the A&E was busy, those beds would have had to be stripped, cleaned, and prepared for somebody else. So that's time and that's money being wasted. So when they say that there's no beds, you know, it's it's. I would say it's down to poor efficiency, poor management, poor running of what they have. Yes, I know people do get sick, and there can be an influx in winter when people aren't feeling well. But surely they should know enough by now about how to manage people effectively in a hospital to keep them flowing through to the different departments. 
you know, and we saw during COVID they were telling us that it was a war zone, but then you were seeing the latest TikTok craze for the doctors and the dance, you know, the dancing. So yeah. And yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, Adrian. And we saw people go into, for example, one area hospital, which you would probably be familiar with, Antrim area hospital, where the BBC specifically said during COVID, it's a war zone. There was nobody there. It was empty. Yeah, and the ambulances were queuing for a couple of hours to get in the doors and all the yeah. ambulances were parked up, lights off, not a person yeah. about. Yeah. So again, yeah. what's the agenda behind it? You know, the See, NHS is yeah. very, very costly to, to run. Can, can I just come back in there um, and just to add to, to what I've just said? Uh, when the ambulance came for me, it was two ex-squaddies. Uh, and eventually, after a few, well, after five minutes or so, they said, oh, no, we'll have to take you in because you need a chest x-ray. And I was sat in the back and he, he's doing the, the medic is doing his notes. And uh, he said, well, you know, how did it start? I said, well, on Friday, I felt like flu symptoms, etc." He said, oh, have you had the flu vaccine? I went, no. I said, no, I won't be having that either. And I said, before you sit there and think, I'm an anti-vaxxer. And he went, did you have the anthrax in injection? And I went, yes, I did. Yeah, and uh, that was in the first Gulf War. I said, and as you know and I know, they, they injected us with so many different chemicals you wouldn't believe in the first Gulf War, that so much so that they had to destroy 46,000, oh, accidentally lost 46,000 medical records. Every single person that served in the first Gulf War, all their medical records were lost at sea. Nothing else was yeah. lost at sea, just medical yeah. records. Okay, yeah. so I said, and I said, I won't be having the... The COVID jab either. I said, I am not an anti-vaxxer, but those two I do not believe in at all. And then when I go into the thing, into Amy, uh, he said, oh, he said, right, well, we'll do a heart check and we'll do it, we'll take some bloods and we'll do a COVID test. And I went, what are you doing the COVID test for? I haven't got COVID. Oh, well, you have to. If you come in with respiratory uh, illness, you have to have a COVID test. So three hours later, I said, oh, what was the result of this COVID test? Oh, you don't have COVID and you don't have flu. Oh, you've not had flu. I went, right. But he's taking three hours to tell me. You jabbed it up my nose, you put it in the chemical, a bit further down, but two bays down from where I am now, literally within minutes of sticking it up my nose. But he's taking three hours to tell me. I said, I had an x-ray two hours ago. What was the result of that? And then the doctor came. He went, oh, right. Oh, yes, we didn't see much on the x-ray. So why didn't you tell me? I've sat here for all this time, and you don't tell me. You don't tell me nothing. And it was very soon after that that they moved me out of that bed into another one. Mm, shocking. Uh, you know, the, the, do you know the awful thing, Jed? I, I suspect that your story that you've just shared with us is one that, Many people experience that, that. I almost think that's kind of how it, how, how it normal is. Mind you, it's a good job they hadn't got me because if they'd asked me, are you one of those anti-vaxxers? I would have said 100% I'm an anti-vaxxer and turn this ambulance around and bring me back home. But, uh, you know, it's, 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 it, when, when in the circumstances is different, Jed, I, I totally understand that. But yeah, I mean, the, the level of care is, it, it's, it's, it's not a national health service party we have in the UK. And I don't think the US is any better. It's, 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 it's just grim. It's, it's third world. It's getting worse. It's getting worse. Like I said, and we're trying to model our, the, our government wants to model our system after yours. And there's still two, 2,000 tons of pushback. There's so many regulations. There's so many games they played. And then so many things they've done with COVID. They just, 
you know, and then Obamacare basically is the first step. They've got healthcare is a mess in both of our countries. And it's just, and it's only getting worse. Like you said, go with homeopathy, go with natural remedies. If you get sick, you get sick and you need, and you need other drugs, like something to fight a cancer or something like, you know, something like that. I'm not against drugs, but at the same time too, is we don't need the amount they're pumping into us. Yeah, it's just like this, and I've had all my shots, but I won't take a single, uh, you know, because I was in the military. I won't take a single one of these mRNA shots. I don't want that's genetic manipulation. I don't want you messing with my genes. You people don't know what the hell you're doing. Yeah, but it's 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 also Adrian emotional manipulation as well. Like someone like Jed goes in, and obviously in a somewhat distressed situation, and what are they straight into? COVID tests. And so it's an emo- you know, this is something that, that, that I honestly do believe in. And Jed, well, you come to you, but you should have the final word in this, but you first, then you, Jed. Um, like when people are not well, it's harder to put up resistance to what they want to do to us. And by definition, if you're going into A&E, you're not well, something's wrong, probably. So Adrian, you know, like they get people at their weakest. And then I think they exploit that by saying, well, you better have your COVID test. Yeah, but don't forget the word, you know, doctor, you can have doctor on your passport, doctor on your driving license. It's, it's a status that you were brought up to respect. They know best, they're a doctor. Do you know that kind of mentality that we still sort of have? And unfortunately, those doctors have been corrupted. And Big Pharma is obviously paying a lot of money for every positive COVID test, for every hospital mm. stay, because mm. that helps drive the narrative and drive the agenda. And when the next one comes, well, they have all they've already ran through the playbook, so they'll know what to do even more yeah. the next time. Yeah, thanks, Adrian. Just want to bring up a comment to see from uh, Ooh here on the stream. He says, "To be fair, David, incredible. Your son and grandson got out of Craigavon in an hour and a half. Uh, he was stuck in it all night. Over fifty people didn't see more than ten percent white people. Well, hey, that's a whole nother story. The abuse." of the NHS by uh, our newly arrived citizens, which I'm sure, sure Sean down in the in, in Munster would also be able to talk, chat about uh, something else. But yet back to that point, you know, when people are at a low moment, you know, that's when they need the most care, the most attention, and, and, and you don't get it. You just don't get it. No, you don't. Um, and what I will say is the two ambulance guys were were really good. Uh, they were quick. They were efficient. And once they'd done their initial obs, they went like, "This is a. Uh, it looks sounds like a chest infection. Um, so we need to get you in." And it was literally, "Can you make make your way to the ambulance outside?" And I went, "Yeah, I could." Coughing my guts up and what have you. Um, but then once I got in, and they did that initial, "Let's check your heart." So they did the ECG and uh, took the bloods. Everything then went slow mo. It was because uh, when they did do the the COVID test, it was slow mo. Then it was slow mo X ray. Then it was slow-mo telling me anything. Then it was slow-mo moving me to another bed. And I, I'd literally been in this other bed space for, for an hour and a half tops. And it was, oh, well, we'll move you into the corridor. And that's I mentioned in the comments after I finished speaking last time. The lady behind me had come from Kendall. She spent four hours in Kendall before they transferred her to Lancaster. And then she'd spent 20 hours in Lancaster in mm. a and 
uh, on the bed in the corridor. The guy facing me couldn't speak English in a bed. Um, so he was using Google Translator uh, and it was verbalizing what the doctor was saying. He was holding it up to the doctor and then it would read it back in, I think, Russian potentially. Um, but what I got the gist of that was is he, he was, his stomach was bleeding internally and he was going to lie in that corridor until at least midday the following day when they could stick a camera down to have a look and they told him that and the, instead of saying well we'll get you up to a ward and we'll get you comfortable and get you some food yeah yeah because you yeah. don't get food in any yeah in fact they came round in any i had one coffee when i first got there and i had one coffee at about six o'clock in the evening and then, then they came around and said, oh, do you want a sandwich? And I said, oh, yeah, I'd love a sandwich. I got half a sandwich. You're telling and I told me, you yeah. about it, Dana. You did, you did. Yeah, and you said, yeah. no, uh, <laughs> hospital food is 100% awful. Yeah, but I only had 50% of the awful. So <laughs> they only right. gave me half a butty. And, th and then they went, oh, do you want a yogurt? I said, well, no, if, you go, if you've only got half a butty, then let somebody else have the yogurt if, the, if you run out of you know, the butties. I'm not going to take half a butty and a yogurt and somebody have nothing. Yeah. But that was it. Half a butty. Because they don't cater for people in A&E. And why? Because the system is set up that you're only supposed to be in A&E very quickly and then moved yeah. either to a ward or sent back home with medication. But now A&E is an environment of its own where you can be there for days. And if you're there for days, who's going to feed you? Nobody. Because it's not set up for that. Wards are set up for feeding people, but they don't send them to the wards. Why? Because they've closed the wards down. Why? Because they're too busy doing TikTok. Jed, City Troll raises a fundamental question, which some others may be asking. What the hell is a butty? Do you want to explain to him? A, a butty is a sandwich. Uh, okay, so it's a northern term. So it's a butty. So you can have a butty. It's two pieces of bread with can, a bit of butter and something in the middle. Uh, can, can, I, you, can we I, get I wasn't Google to touch that one with the ten foot pole? I'm... I want. Can you get Google translation translator for northern? Calm, calm, I, I think we can. So it's either a butty or sarni. Yeah. Um, okay. Or, or you can even have a sarni that's a doorstop, uh, which is a very thick sarni or a very big, a thick sandwich. Okay. We don't say sandwich up north. We say butty. I love a butty, a chip butty, a crisp butty, yeah, spam butty. What? What? Who says you don't get? Yeah, listen, you're right. Okay, we're we're now into multiple translation mode here. So, like, who says you don't get? Yeah, Leslie says she's feeling hungry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I see Gigi Law piles in as well, buddy. He wants a hoagie as well. Yeah, this is where the US and US are divided over terms for food. But listen, regardless of the food, we have reached the end of the show. In fact, we've gone past it. So. I, I want to thank everybody for being back on the stream. A special thanks to Jed, because as, you, as, you, as you've heard, he, he hasn't had a great uh, sort of uh, start to the new year, but he's been able to get this sorted out for us tonight. So thank you, Jed, for setting this up for us. Thank you, uh, Patty and Adrian, for being in the studio. Thanks for everybody who listened in. Thanks for everyone who sent some uh, get, uh, coffee beans or whatever our way. And uh, uh, Sean, maybe the next time we do one of these, which will be next week, uh, you can come on and tell us about some of the things you're saying. It fascinates me about what's happening in the Irish Republic and health and Irish Republic healthcare. It, it sounds 
horrific as well. So, uh, but anyway, look, Jeb's on the mend. The podcasts have restarted again. The live streams will restart on Monday evening. We're going to get part up for 2024. We've got a lot of stuff to be done. Uh, we've got a lot of challenges, and I'm sure together we'll see them through. So that's it from me for tonight. Thank you, folks, very, very much, and uh, catch you all soon. Thanks now. Bye-bye.